You staying home tonight? I hadn't planned on it, no. Plan on it. Who's like yelling in the other room? So wise, I mean. Oh, that would be uh, Christine DeMarco. It is, actually. Yeah. Wow, how did you know that? I know this song. It's called Take Courage. It's a really nice song. Did you help co-write it? Wow. What was that like working with her? You know, I... Insufferable? I can't really... I'm not at liberty to talk about yeah, it. Yeah, still under contract. <laughs> oh, Signed man. Signed NDA. Just the label oh, doesn't like us mm-hmm, mm-hmm. kind of revealing too much. But... Yeah, about the pro- the creative process. Right, yeah. Yeah. But there may have been a thesaurus and... Yeah. Like, if we really knew how those praise and worship songs were written, I think it would it would take away a little bit of the mystique. Right. It's like, yeah. if we really knew how Santa came down the chimney... <laughs> It would it would kind of it would like just it would ruin the glamour the glitz right. and glamour because it's not a glamorous thing Mm-mm. right it's like, like my kids sometimes when I see my kids I'm like if you really knew how you came to this world you wouldn't talk to me that way <laughs> yeah wow you, you, you would wow. not you would not be as confident and cocky Mm-mm. yeah no. yeah like if people knew that the way they wrote a lot of those praise and worship songs was just like flipping through coloring books and yeah like finding. Mm-hmm. Well, it's, yeah. I mean, a lot of them just watch VeggieTales and then they're like, oh, okay, yeah, we'll use that. I like that. That's good. And they just recycle it. So, and I think Santa, I don't want to spoil it, but I think Santa wears a corset to fit down. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw him on a roof one time. He's, He's very progressive in that way, right? Yeah. yeah. He's like totally cool with that. Yeah. So. Have you ever tried on a corset? Mm, they're uncomfortable. No, I try to stay away. Yeah. Gabby, have you ever tried one on? No, I have not. I have worn a wetsuit though, and I feel like that's very oh, that's similar. That's probably like, similar. Really it's close. Similar. Yeah, it's probably similar. So, yeah, that's really weird. They used to do. They used to actually like. I've seen people. This one woman on the internet who was like obsessed with corsets and had kind of, I think, also surgically been altered. But I think she was wearing. She had worn a corset so tight for so long that her waist was like this like mm. she had this weird yeah it makes like, sense shape all the way down yeah it's very strange it's like there's like somewhere in africa they have um like those continent. folks that wear oh, the like, necks the neck rings mm-hmm. and then yeah. that shapes their neck yes yeah and then also they do something similar with heads i think oh yeah where they'll yeah form their head with a or no make a flat part on the back right i think so yeah, yeah. so strange it's interesting yeah it's Very strange. It's strange to think about those types of things, but we also have some of those in America that we don't think about. Mm. Like in a lot of places, shaving your armpits, like women shaving their arms and legs, is not a thing. Oh yeah, yeah. Do that here in America, that's yeah. true. Yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, like showers. Why should we do that? Yeah, it's weird. I know. Why is hygiene a thing? Yeah, I don't know. Well, for our two audience members that are listening right now. <laughs> Uh, why don't you guys, you've been on the show before, Gabby, mm-hmm. but maybe why don't you both just give our listeners a little intro who you guys are. Um, sure. When did you guys both first know that the other person existed? When did oh. you first know that Gabby Banzon, 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 Eric, when did you first realize that Gabby existed in the world? I love when Gabby tells this story, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> to hand it over to her. Okay. A.K.A. doesn't remember. <laughs> oh, of co- I'll never forget. Just... It was a day like any other day. <laughs> it was a long time ago. Are you a Flight, of the, Con- Are you a Flight of the Concords fan? Yes. There's that song about... Anyways. I don't know if I'm a big fan or like the Anyways, biggest fan. It's stupid. I don't know why I'm explaining a what, song. You gotta, you gotta, when, like, you, you it's a song it. about some woman meeting him on the street oh and they have this long past relationship and uh-huh. he doesn't remember a single thing about it <laughs> but he's like trying oh. to play along wait yeah was, on, it was on the street like, or we had that... sandwiches oh that was Ginny. yeah yeah Ginny, yeah, yeah sitting Ginny. on the bench yeah. in the park yeah 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 That's i know it one. i know it well That's and then really she good. was like oh my gosh oh, well should i spoil it i don't want to spoil it go no, listen to it, it. Yeah, go. Spoil oh spoil it okay well basically she it turns out the guy like he she like goes through all this stuff like we have like we have a, a magical child. moment we have a child together and then and then uh she's like he, she was like oh isn't that right jeff or whatever he's like oh i'm tom or something yeah and yeah. and she's like oh my gosh you just look like this <laughs> oh guy my gosh. <laughs> oh my so that's exactly fantastic. how you guys met right gabby right yes, yes exactly 
I'll never forget. <laughs> uh, I'm genuinely trying to remember. Was it was it, such a long time ago, though. Was it through... Um, Patrick. Oh, it was through Patrick. Oh, I remember. It was at um, it was at Cove Crest. Yeah. I was playing music with Patrick Williams, James Rosenblum at Co- of Cove Crest. And um, Gabby, you were just... I was like a chaperone. A chaperone yeah. there. But and I, then you were playing music outside on mm, a, bi- a, t- a table bench, yes. picnic bench. I came out, saw you playing music. We started talking. There it and is. And then we became friends. I didn't so forget. You both, you both connected on the music level. So you both play music. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. And what do you do right now, Eric, besides music? Uh, as of October 9th, I am the high school youth minister at Prince of Peace. Nice. Okay. Um, so very fresh. But mm-hmm. before that, I was playing music okay. full-time, freelance uh, Catholic musician mm-hmm. for the past like four years. Nice. I'm playing at different conferences, retreats, and things like that. Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Okay. Yeah. And then when did you move to Texas? Uh, I moved to Houston in 2016 um, and then stayed there for basically, I mean, until summer of this past year. Mm -hmm. And I moved back to Louisiana. Yeah. um, And then I got the job. Didn't like it. Didn't like the heat here. Well, the heat's pretty similar. That's true. And Houston's like the (laughs) armpit of Texas. Yeah. Can I have a refill, Gabby, on that? (laughs) Do it. Get it. Uh, Yeah. So bartenders. So Houston's like the armpit. Oh, okay. So you go back to Louisiana, and then you got the job in youth ministry. Yeah. So where'd you go? Did you go to college around here? No, I went to Southeastern Louisiana University. Okay. Okay. Um, What'd you study? I studied music. Uh, I studied general studies, <laughs> concentrating in music and communication. Okay, cool. In hopes to pursue music ministry, which I did nice. at college. Nice. So, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, what'd you do in Houston? In Houston, I was just doing music full time. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, what made what made you switch to, or what made you interested in the high school youth ministry thing? Yeah. So, after doing music ministry and traveling and actually i did net ministries for two years oh, as okay. well okay. um and what years? uh 2008 to 2010 okay. uh, nicotiras and i uh were on the same okay. year okay. not okay. the same team but okay okay because yeah. uh, i think he did oh nine to ten um but yeah so part of that is uh really just kind of understanding that like it's hard to do traveling ministry yeah. alone it's yeah. good to do something that's a little more stationary because then you can walk with people mm-hmm. um, in their lives. And so kind of have a home base. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's, it's a good thing to do traveling ministry yeah. and, and <laughs> parish missions and things like that. Um, but it's hard to like enter into somebody's life on a personal level mm-hmm. and then just go and yeah. never see them again. So, so um, for how long did you know that you wanted to do music? <clears throat> like how long have you been writing music? Um, so when I was like 12, I was at a a conference and I had a very powerful encounter through prayer, Mm -hmm. through music. And, um, what was the conference? Uh, it was called acquire the fire. Oh, I've heard of this. You heard of that? Where was this? It was back in the (laughs) early two thousands, but like in Louisiana, it was a traveling conference. Yeah. It was in Louisiana. Okay. Um, who put it on? Who put on acquire the fire? I can't remember. There was some, like it was a John um, Michael Talbot or no. Well, it was, it's, uh, there's like a, I think they're in Texas. Okay. Yeah. That's why it might sound familiar. Yeah. But it was, um, I grew up with a, a friend of mine who was uh, Protestant, non-denominational. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was it was like just a non-denominational conference, mm-hmm. um, and and yeah, it was just really it was similar to what you know what you would see at a Steubenville. Yeah. So this um, was when you were twelve. I was like twelve years okay. old, and then I I had gone back the next year, and I was kind of getting better at music, and I realized I could play some of the same chords. Yeah as the worship leader and I'm all three of them kind of, yeah, all three. You well, only need three. Sometimes I would do four. And <laughs> sometimes I, I, I want to say I was pretty advanced, but no, uh, Chris Tomlin uh, reached down into the crowd. <laughs> he was like, you show, pro- you show much promise. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that exactly. fourth chord. I saw it. None of us, <laughs> hardly any of us can play that fourth chord. Oh man, that chord's so hard. Yeah. So are, your, are your parents religious? Uh, yeah. So, okay, so you grew up Catholic or I grew up. Yeah. Nice, okay. Born, born and raised Catholic. Yeah. And then you, so then you go to this Don Denomin, acquire the fire, acquire the fire. And then you're like, all right, I'm going to do some music stuff. And then you just start writing. Uh, no. So actually I didn't start writing until much later. I just started, um, leading people in, in worship, um, at at my friend's church, at my friend's house. They had home church every now and then, Mm. but I also got involved. I played drums as Mm -hmm. well in band and I got involved with our, uh, it'd be like a a live teen youth choir. Mm -hmm. 
um, at my parish, and so I started playing drums for mass. Life team so, choir. Can you imagine yeah. a life team Gregorian chant choir? Ooh. Like it was like we do life team, but we do it a little yeah, different around here. <laughs> Everything's and in it's life. like Gregorian chant, but super charismatic. I can't oh. Charis- charismatic <laughs> Gregorian. You know, like can you imagine? I'm trying to understand what you just said. <laughs> oh my gosh, it'd be like everything coming together. I'd like to see that actually. That'd be really that's cool. That's gonna. That's what's gonna happen. Like yeah. we're gonna have this generation of charismatics and rad trads just marrying each other, yep. uh-huh. and then their kids are gonna be the ones that are like, <laughs> like trying to do, yeah, <laughs> You know, like yeah. they're just gonna be. I'd I'd get down with that. That sounds amazing. I had a uh, I had a friend. Well, I had a friend. You have a pastor. A okay. at the pastor of um, the Georgia Tech Catholic Center, Father Tim Hepburn. Yes, Father yeah. Tim. You guys know him? Does that sound familiar? He's awesome. He was uh, the vocations director in Atlanta. Yeah. I think he still is actually. No, he's not. He oh. just he just stepped down. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Where, where is he from? Atlanta. He's from Atlanta. Atlanta. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. He yeah. he was huge in my conversion. That's awesome. Um, from biomedical engineering to to youth ministry. Ministry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but he said like there was some there was some theory that they found these old copies of Gregorian chant music mm-hmm. and a lot of it was before like pre um like like uh measures and like what do you call that like before music had like time signatures yeah. and measures and stuff it was yeah, just yeah. like it was just yeah. some mm-hmm. dots and stuff yeah but and they knew a lot of um what most of the things represented but there was one symbol that they never really knew what it meant and mm-hmm. one of the theories it was some type of wavy squiggly part and mm-hmm. there would there'd be this like section in a lot of this these ancient copies of this music this like chant music and one theory was that in this section it was almost like improv these next couple but one yeah. of the theories oh. was that maybe that there was some reason that they thought that um it was likely that that was when <laughs> They would just speak in tongues. Like that was the part Whoa. to just like use tongues here and just like <laughs> what? Yeah. Which That's is like cool. be total yeah. melding of <laughs> melding of two worlds, right? Yeah. So we'll let Father Tim Hepburn call in and yeah. let, you know, let us know. Leave us a voicemail, Father Tim, yeah. about whether or not yeah. that's right or what the story is. Okay, so you start writing music. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm uh, getting this timeline a lot. Yeah, okay. Solid. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so <laughs> So you started doing music at a house church. So your parents must have been pretty cool. They're like, yeah, they're like, the, Eric, we're not worried about you and your friend, do, uh, you know, doing some house services and like you playing drums at a at a Protestant home church. Well, the, the so the drums were at mass. Okay, yeah. Okay, so you. oh, and you were in the so doing, choir. So the deal was, you can go to his youth group if you go to yours. Okay, that yeah, was yeah. that was yeah, kind yeah. of the that was kind of yeah. the thing. So I was just double dipping. That was <laughs> nice. I was I was yeah, all I did about that a lot. I did yeah. that a lot too. Uh, mm-hmm. Okay, so so you start you're involved in the choir, and then what happens? What happens after that? Um, yeah, so then I went uh, went to college for a year, did net for two years. Mm-hmm. Um, did learned, you do music on net? I did. Nice. Yeah, both years. Nice. So, tra- I mean, we did an hour of worship uh, every day nice. for two years, yeah. uh, which is like that's pretty intense. Yeah. So, Super intense. Um, yeah, and then just playing at a bunch of masses, adoration. Uh, we were doing retreats, and so mm-hmm. playing for the music for these retreats. It was a lot of experience. Um, so, yeah, it was really good. And through that process, I mean, I was writing a little bit. Um, I think it was after NET in 2011 or 12 is when I met um, Will Hickle, who I'm in a band with, Novum. Mm-hmm. And uh, we met at Mercy Crew at Steubenville in the Bayou, which is a young adult uh, mm-hmm. service crew that helps like set up chairs for this conference, yeah. Steubenville. And uh, I was leading worship and... Uh, played one of his favorite songs, Came to My Rescue, which is like mm. an old school mm. little song to that one. He lifted yeah. High. Mm. yeah. So, and he came up to me, he's like, dude, that was my favorite song. Let's be in a band. And I was like, all right, it's just cool. that easy. It was, a, yeah, but I was like, dude, I mean, when you're in like elementary school or, or I mean, middle school, you're like, <laughs> like middle elementary. school or yeah. high school, people are like, let's be in a band. And yeah. it's like, yeah. that lasts for like a week. But yeah. he was like, this was uh, different. He was like, no, yeah, man. I, um, I went ahead and started a publishing company and then like got a studio ready and like we have a band and so we're ready wow. to record, yeah. you know. And so it was like, oh gosh. So was he like, so, do you have any material? Like, let's go. Kind of like, um, yeah. So at that yeah. point, we were all, we had all kind of written a little bit and mm-hmm. we kind of wanted to do like, um, 
something where where multiple people could lead and mm-hmm. things like that. Yeah. So, so that's what Novum is. Um, yeah. So it started as this as this group of like different leaders, and we were a little bit younger, and there were people who moved off and did different things, and so we kind of consolidated to Will and I, mm-hmm. and then. Um, but we really have that, like we had a desire for, uh, more people to, to include more people into yeah. it. Um, and so more recently we started Novum Collective, nice. um, and yeah, so, and we've been helping, you know, people like Gabby or Rita West, um, kind of continue to write and record their own music as well. And nice. so, yeah, just, we just have a heart for making good music for the church for people to pray with and reflect with. So So do you consider yourself more of a writer or more like worship leader ministry? Like what's, yeah. What's the main thing for you? I think, I think it's just like a never ending process of growth in all of that. I don't, I don't think I would consider myself one or the other. I would say I have more experience, uh, leading worship than anything else. Um, but, um, yeah, I'm, I'm learning more and more about writing and, um, I, I would say it's, it's kind of tough. Like I'm, I'm kind of, I get in my own way a lot with, and I'm sure a lot of creative people could relate to that is like, you want it to be the best it can be. And so you just keep editing and editing yeah. and mm-hmm. then you just never do anything with it. Mm-hmm. And, um, so I'd struggle with that for a long time. And Will's very much the opposite of me where he's like, Oh, this is good. Like just get <laughs> it out. Go. first draft's good, <laughs> yeah. you know? And, yeah, yeah. and so like, we've been, you know, complimenting each other and learning how to, how to balance that. And mm-hmm. yeah, it's been really nice. That's so, awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then you guys recently collaborated on the, with that Christmas album. Yeah. Was that, yeah. that was recent, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mm-hmm. just released a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, it was our first project as a collective. That's which cool. It was really cool. Yeah. Yeah, um, that's called Carols, and we, uh, everyone in our collective took a different hymn or a Christmas song mm-hmm. and just made our own rendition of it. That's pretty awesome. cool. Yeah, yeah. we all recorded together in August, so it was Christmas in August. Mm-hmm. It was great. Nice. <laughs> yeah. It's a ton of fun. Um, <clears throat> I have some rapid-fire questions that we're just going to do them right now. I love oh. it. I, I used to do them at the end of the show, but I think let's just do it real quick. We're just going to do a segment break here. Oh, man. Are you ready for this? Are these like questions people have asked you? These are pe- just... like questions people submitted. Oh. Ooh. Oh, wow. Ooh. Oh, shoot. I'm going to oh, pull it up. Are you guys ready man. for this? I don't no. know. I can tell you with certainty <laughs> that I am not ready because I have not I prepared. Know. So Okay, here we go. <clears throat> Got to wait for the internet to pull this up. Gabby, if you could do our ad read. Um, now advertising Topo Chico. <laughs> this podcast brought to you by by Topo Chico. Okay, uh, this is <laughs> this is for Eric. <clears throat> um, have you ever destroyed a hotel toilet? How did it? <laughs> and how did you? <laughs> These are real serious questions, guys. Like, I run a real professional get up here. Okay, wait. Let's try that again. And scene. Okay. Have you? <clears throat> this is for Eric. Okay, wait. Let's just take a break here. <laughs> I probably shouldn't have led with that one. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. It's out there now. Eric, have you ever destroyed a hotel toilet? How did you inform the staff of your art? <laughs> um. <laughs> Hey, and I just want to, you know, before we do this, I just want to go over some rules of this small group. Um, what happens in this small group stays, stays in the small, small group, group, except for when except we publish for- it online. <laughs> oh, okay, good. Um, also, like, you know, this is a no, this is a judgment free zone. Great. So oh. we're gonna thank you. I really we're just appreciate here to support that. You. Thank you. Um, it's a safe space, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so so you guys promise okay. you won't tell? Yeah. I, I prom. I promise. Gabby. I promise. Pinky swear. Pinky swear. Edmund. Yep. There you go. All right. <laughs> So that that question <laughs> was <So it's> one time. <laughs> that question was submitted by Johnny Philp. How do you know? <laughs> because the first time that I met Johnny, we were playing music together with uh, Cooper Ray in Florida, and it was a wonderful gig, and it was great. And um, you decided it wasn't good enough. <laughs> I decided it wasn't good enough. No, I. 
this is a story that that Johnny loves uh, a lot more than I do because uh, <laughs> he he's not the one who is uh, getting thrown under the bus. But, okay. Um, so, like all humans, uh, I use the restroom. <laughs> Just want to put that out there all that I'm not the only human who uses the restroom. Yeah, everybody uses the restroom. Um, <laughs> So, uh, yeah, so we're at a, at a hotel, and I get through filling out the paperwork, and <laughs> I... Wait, is, uh, that, is that a euphemism for pooping? <laughs> is <yeah>. that... <laughs> no, it's not. Well, it's, it's oh. the concluding part of pooping. Oh, okay. the, the, the paperwork. You have to oh! do the paperwork. Um, I didn't get it at all. I know. I, I was, was trying that was to be a, a little... beautiful joke. That I was, was trying to be... That was beautiful. I'm going to use that from now on. Trying to be a little, I was little subtle. I don't know what the audience the, is. Yeah, you're right. You're so. right, right. Our, audience, our, actual, our audience is like 33 to 35-year-olds. Huh. Okay, so I pooped. Yeah. And <laughs> I, um, you know, yeah. sometimes it gets clogged, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they don't have a plunger in hotels, uh, it was a right? a hotel. It literally... They weren't ready for you. Was, yeah. So, um... So I just close the door since there's no there's no plunger and I you know I yeah. would love to do something about it yeah. but I can't and are we you have, and Johnny sharing a, a room? we are sharing a oh, okay room. okay um so what I what I did find was uh I had post it notes because I you know just <laughs> travel with you know supplies yeah, everyday carry yeah <laughs> so I left a post it note and on the post it note I just wrote <laughs> nope and uh <laughs> and so that was how Johnny knew. That like he couldn't use our bathroom. We had to use, we had to use Cooper, <laughs> Cooper and John's. You just wrote nope. I didn't have time to explain everything. Like of we had, all the words. That is the most perfect. <laughs> that nope. is the most perfect. That is the perfect word. Yeah. <laughs> that is the perfect word for that. Yeah. There's so much. There's so much emotion. Like there's so yeah. much in that word in that context. Like yeah. if you would have just wrote no, it would. But nope. <laughs> nope. There's so much nope. like, like just giving up. Nope. Just yeah. kind of nope. Like it's not you're happening. Done. Sorry. Wow, that was amazing. Yeah. So I'm not proud of it, but you know I did what I, I had to do. I think you should be proud of it. I'm I think proud that's of it. Amazing story. Wow. I've never heard that story. Thank before. you. It, there's a. That's, there's, that's a great story. I think there's more to it. I think we'll let Johnny call in. Yeah, she, Johnny. Johnny should, call, should in. call in. Yeah, for sure. Okay, Gabby. This is uh, <laughs> this one's for Gabby. I don't understand what this means, but it says. Where the Nord is, comma, blank, <laughs> question mark. That's probably Johnny, too. Yeah. yeah. What does that mean, where the Nord is? Okay, so Nord is a type of keyboard. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the yeah, red yeah. one. Mm-hmm. And so I got one, and um, I think it was one of my first. No, it wasn't. I don't know if I was playing with Johnny at that point, but he somehow found out I had one. Yeah. And um, he was like, can I have it? And I was like, no. that's mine and then he's like but can i have it i'm like no and then his daughter was born and i was like your daughter can have it when she turns 18 and then he's like but can i have it and i said no no but so what's the where the nord is it's just he's just trying to Uh, well another something that that i've also heard is where the Nord, oh where the Nord, Nord is, is the Lord, the Lord is. is right. Oh, sorry, so where the Johnny, Nord I'm is, sorry. the Lord is. Yes, okay. So I really, that sounds you know, like something you, Audrey Assad probably said during mm, the keynote or something. Probably mm. yeah. where the Nord. Okay, where the sorry. Nord is. Okay. the Lord is. Yeah, yeah. I yes. knew that, but you know, my brain was not in that context. But I don't context. know if that's. No, it might be. It could be. Could be. I mean, that does um, make sense. We'll here's another one. This one's for Gabby. Where is your saxophone at this very moment? Oh my God, is that Johnny as well? Yeah. I think he's. Well, we have one other person. It's with him. It's with him? Yes. Why so, would he ask that so, question? So I Johnny, used, that's a stupid he question. He wanted to break the news through Gabby that... <laughs> that he's learning how to play the saxophone. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So he posted something a while ago and said... What a self-serving question. Yeah. yeah. Johnny's just so full of himself. <laughs> he was like, who has a saxophone? And I said, I do. I haven't played it in like two years, and it's probably like just not working, but you know, you can borrow it and so he borrowed it and he was supposed mm. to make a vlog about it uh, okay. so johnny you still yeah. have to make a vlog and right. mention me in it you heard it here first johnny all right this next me. one i don't know if this is a hurtful comment this next one again this is johnny <laughs> this was two? for eric okay. and i don't really know who will hickle is is he attacking will hickle is i think will. a little bit will but he says how does it feel to be constantly in will hickle's shadow i don't know what <laughs> that, i don't well, know what that means yeah i don't 
Is that like a Peter? Is that like a Peter and Paul, or like a Peter and whatever his name is? Thing? I don't like, think Eric is. In he has a Bush. healing shadow. Is that what Johnny means? Like it's a know. healing shadow. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Is, are we out of? Yeah, beer? we're out. <laughs> wow, we Cheers. did it, guys. Cheers. Cheers. We did it. This is One, beer. Small in, cup at a time. In, a, in small cups and shot glasses. Um. Yeah. Do you want to? Yeah. Do you want to speak to that question, or um, you can feel free to just pass, or. Yeah, I wouldn't say that I live there. Uh, I would say it's more dependent on the location of the sun and the location of where I am in reference a, to Will. Because I don't know him, but he has a large head, right? Pretty large head. So a lot of shadow. Yeah, and he's, he's, well, he's also got a, a beard. Um, broad shoulders. Broad. Broad yep. shoulders. Tiny waist, broad shoulders. Yeah. Actually, yeah. Corset, probably. Yeah. Well, yeah. that may be. Is it corset I don't know what he does when he corset? sleeps. Corset. Uh, Corset, or corvette, set. okay, corset. corset. It's like ca- oh, or like cassettes. That's how you remember it. No, <laughs> in your head every time you go corvette, corvette corset. Okay, okay, yeah, but okay. that's how we can remember it now. All right. Um, was that all? Cor- oh, okay, corsets. So we... Corsets is when you sit and tighten your core. <laughs> mm. <laughs> do you ever see somebody with really good posture and then sit up straight yes, immediately? Yeah, I do you know who time. who inspires me? Nick Gutierrez. He has oh. good posture. He has good yes, posture. He has, he has, he has posture. that because gymnastic his, his, body. Yeah, his yeah. gymnast history. So every time I see him, I'm like, uh, yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good reminder. Um, okay, this was a more serious one from Michael Sherman. How do they, it says, how do they PLY their passion in a hard market? How do they play their passion? How do they ply? Like plywood? Apply. Apply. It was, how do you apply your passion in a hard market? Why do you get out of bed in the morning? <clears throat> it's an intense. It's intense, Michael. I have questions. That, that is, question like, okay, so gives me questions. <clears throat> maybe this is more applicable to when or times when well, you at one point were going full time in music as well, right? Yeah, for like, like two months. <laughs> and then and then you've also gone full time, but then gone mm-hmm. back to kind of doing both. And maybe you could speak a little bit to uh trying to do your passion full time, but then in a hard market where maybe it's, it's not as easy to just like do only that full time. I kind of think that's why we started the collective to support each other. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, man, I don't know. Yeah. Um, how do I apply or to pursue maybe like, how do you pursue yeah. your passion if the market if if it's just tough, it's a tough market. I mean, there are a lot of musicians. Yeah. I mean, Nick, Nick, I think one time he said his perception of Franciscan University was like, it's just a bunch of people that want to be worship leaders. He's like, <laughs> That's it's true, just, though. It's just like everyone <laughs> with a guitar true. and flannel. Yeah. And like, I'm sure Net is kind of similar. It's like you either yeah. want to be a Catholic speaker or a Catholic musician. And, <laughs> um, I, which doesn't which doesn't mean that being interested in that yeah. is any less. It just yeah. means it's a saturated, yeah, saturated market, market in some ways. Um, well, I feel like it's just not a big enough market mm. within Catholicism for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially here in Dallas because yeah. <laughs> there's so many of us. Um, but do you think, though, that there's an, there are enough churches? It seems like there's a lot of churches that need a freelance musician to come in and do oh, yeah. all sorts of stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. There's a lot of churches that need that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think, I think for me, like, um, like just know it's more about like my, I guess my mission and, you know, my, my desire is to go where the need is, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and when I started music ministry, there was, you know, there was not as many mm. Catholic musicians yeah. uh, available. Mm. And so I saw, you know, here's something that's really good that I've experienced in my friend's church. And here's something that I want to bring to my church mm-hmm. as well to share that goodness um, with my church. And I think, I think that a lot of people probably had a similar mm-hmm. vision. Um, but for me, it's, it's just kind of, it's really been like a, a discernment for like, okay, God, where do you want me to go? And where are you calling me to go? Cause, um, that's, that's the, you know, that's, that's the ultimate thing. And so for me, it was just the doors were opening. Mm. Right. And so I'd knock on that door and say, I want this, but God, do you want this for me? Mm-hmm. And if the doors were open, 
I would keep going. And I, and that was kind of my prayer is like, I'm going to do this for as long as you want me to. And, and there was a natural pull of like, okay, I, f- I feel like God wants me somewhere else, but I don't know where. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then, you know, he called me here to, mm-hmm. to Dallas. And, and I think it's, it's just, it's just part of that discernment of, yeah. you know, where is God calling us? What does the church need? Yeah. Um, and how can, you know, what you have, you know, help people. And sometimes I, I think for me, when I was starting out, like I thought, okay, like being successful, uh, looks like, you know, getting a record deal being, you know, alongside like people who are doing this on a big scale professionally. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought that like, that's the, you know, that's the only way to do it is if you're, you know, huge and you're playing for the Pope and yeah. you're touring <laughs> and you have, you know, you're basically doing like the Matt Marr, yeah. like that's what I was mo- gonna say, model, like, you know, sorry, so, I interrupted you. Oh no, that's okay. I, I was just saying my perception of success kind of changed over the years and over time is, is, um, you know, cause I, I've, I've done the, the music thing. I've traveled a lot mm-hmm. and I've talked to a lot of professional musicians. I've talked to a lot of successful people I've seen just kind of, how how things play out and like it's it is it's hard not only to like logistically to like make a living on it oh, yeah. but even if you are making a living on it it's hard to live life yeah, doing that even if yeah. you're making the money yeah it's it, it's it's, it's about the time mm-hmm. and when you know when do you get to be with your family when do you mm-hmm. get to and for me like I, I started slowly seeing well i i think i think there needs to be more of a a balance of what my idea of success is yeah and and it kind of shifted from i don't know if i want to i don't i don't know if i want to pursue that mm-hmm. you know uh that lifestyle um and and i have a great respect for people who do and yeah. can make it work yeah but, so it's hard when you're trying to discern things when you're saying like god opening doors yeah. sometimes i struggle with whether or not to define something as a door being opened or not. Cause I think sometimes, like you said, sometimes, um, you know, there might be people out there that go, well, I don't think God's opening the door because it's not opening the door to a record dealer. It's not opening the door mm-hmm. in the way, I, like you said, the way I would want. And then there are some people that are like, man, I get to play for five people. That's great. Yeah. Like God, yeah. God's like affirming this. Cause this is exactly what I want to do. Mm-hmm. And I struggle with that sometimes. Um, like what does, the open door look like and what what is god saying yeah you shouldn't do this anymore you Mm -hmm. know like that's really difficult do you struggle with that gabby yeah a lot um i feel like music for you though is and i'm sure this is similar for you eric too but i know for sure for gabby i feel like music is something you're just going to do for the rest of your life yeah i mean it's just (laughs) like you're just going to make music yeah like even though you do music as a career mm-hmm. for therapy, yeah. I also just get the sense that you're just always going to be making music and don't. Yeah, I just create for the sake of creating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, yeah. With the pursuing like passion and music therapy sense, so like, um, like when I started off, like in school, I had all these dreams of like what the ideal music therapy job would be, and like. Um, ideally I wanted to do like part-time music therapy and then part-time music ministry. Um, and that was like my goal for a really long time. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not your goal anymore. I thought that was kind of, I would have said nah, that was Gabby's goal. It's kind of, it's kind of been shifting a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just, ugh, I freaking love music. Now you want to be part-time podcaster, part-time, part-time podcaster. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Check out Gabby's music therapy podcast. Yeah. Clinical population. We'll link it up. Ooh. Yeah. Link it up. Um, just like, I mean, because even though I haven't achieved, like, what my dream goal job was, um, it's like I still have to have the same amount of passion with the students that I work with or Mm -hmm. clients I work with at the moment. Mm -hmm. Um, And then same with music, like, music ministry. Like, even though, like, I might not be where I thought I was going to be, like, you still got to put that same amount of passion. Mm -hmm. And I think it's just, like, remembering why you got into it in the first place and what's the core yeah. value underneath it. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah. So why did you get into music <clears throat> in the first place? Like, how would you answer that question? Someone said, why did you get into music? Why did I get into music? Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, because it allowed me to like be myself, but also mm-hmm. be part of a community. Mm-hmm. 
like especially in ensemble situations Mm -hmm. or even if you're like solo like you are playing for or with like an audience Mm -hmm. so it's like you're connected so it's like yourself but you can connect Mm -hmm. um yeah so i mean when and then when i was in like ensembles in school like i felt like i was part of a community yeah so that's why i mean just to bring people into relationship and community Mm. regardless if it's like you know, ministry, relationship with God or mm-hmm. with like a ministry or like music therapy with relationship with the therapist yeah. or with, you know, the community. So it sounds like when you're making music, you're thinking a lot of, you're, you're thinking about the audience a lot more than necessarily Myself. expressing yourself yeah. or, which is interesting it's, it's to think important. about. It's important, but like, but there are some people that just like, I need to express myself and the way I'm yeah. going to express this through yeah. music and I'm just going to write the song and I don't care if people like it. Yeah. And then there's also, which kind of starts blending into music ministry because you are, it is, it is about, it's not about the artist or the yeah. person. It's yeah. more about evoking some type of like either emotion or spiritual state mm-hmm. or yeah, like it's, so that's really interesting. Yeah. You know, those but, two. I mean, I don't, I don't say like I, I write specifically for like a group or anything mm-hmm. like i mean a lot of people can connect with what you're writing with anyways because mm-hmm. we're all human and emotions yeah. you know mm-hmm. so yeah what about you eric which part of that would you like me to address <laughs> we'll be back right after this <laughs> no, i don't know but i forget i forget what are your thoughts on anything i just said um, wh- what about you eric? anything uh where do we, where are we going what, uh, what i think it, we were talking what were we talking about gabby well we're, you said no, how did you get started with music and then yeah. do you write music specifically for people or express yourself yeah, so there yeah. were kind of two yeah. things so i just didn't know which where you wanted me to go i don't know that. what do you what do you think eric <laughs> <laughs> no do you write music how about that one do you write music for because I've you kind of started a lot in ministry and yeah. ministry is very other person focused right. and then there are artists that are much more, I just need to get this out for me to express yeah. me. Yeah. I've only recently started writing like just to write, mm-hmm. uh, in the beginning, uh, cause there was a pull to lead others in prayer through music. Yeah. Um, and there is a necessity, you know, to like, I, I try to, and even with like picking songs with, for the liturgy or th- things like that, like the, the whole goal of music and the liturgy is for, to encourage participation mm. right and so like i try to think is this song easy for people to sing and yeah if it's hard for me to sing it's probably hard for them to sing and mm. if this key yeah. is weird then like they might not be able to hit those notes and things like that yeah. um but and, and i try to i tried to apply that to some of the songs that i was writing mm-hmm. you know one of the one of the songs that we've had that a lot of people have really responded to i wrote in the midst of prayer on my second year of net mm-hmm. um it was called Dross In, and it was this prayer for, okay, God, this is going to be like a really tough year of mission work. And mm-hmm. um, I just done a year before that, and I was like, man, we're doing it again. Like, <laughs> please draw us close to you, draw us to one another. And that has been like, there there has been a, a lot of response. It's yeah. yeah, And and it's 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 been incredible. People have sent me videos of them uh, playing it, you know, um, like there's been, there's a, actually... My, my friend Ryan Landry, uh, who plays drums for the visual project, they, uh, he just sent me a, a video of these teens, um, from a church in Houston that covered mm. that song and put a video, there's like a video on it's YouTube. Gotta be weird. Yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> these, these kids yeah. Are, yeah. are playing it. Um, and then also, uh, a friend of mine, I think it was, uh, Patrick Williams. Yeah. Um, he, it, it was before a wedding. He had played it for this couple, mm. uh, the night before they had this night of worship. It was his brother's wedding. It was I his think. brother's yeah, wedding. I, so, I thought yeah. so too. Yeah. Yeah. And so, so seeing it played like by, by young people and for, you know, for weddings. And there's actually a really powerful moment where my mom was telling me, so I'm from Baton Rouge. We had a flood in 2016 mm. and she said that, um, you know, after, after a natural disaster, the community kind of comes together and they just drove around and they were just praying over the city that, that they could be drawn into God in that mm-hmm. tragedy and that the community could come together. I mean, yeah. it's been incredible, That's you know, awesome. yeah. so to have these responses mm-hmm. of, of something that I like helped create is, yeah. is amazing. But also there is, there is a, um, a goodness in being able to 
express your, uh, there's a, a therapeutic element yeah. of, of yeah. Mm-hmm. saying I'm, I'm going to create art for fun yeah. or because yeah. I want to say something yeah. and I don't really care if anybody else hears it. And, yeah. you know, there was a song, um, that again, that was through prayer, uh, cast my cares. Mm-hmm. I didn't, I didn't think anyone would ever hear that song. Mm-hmm. And again, it's been, it's been, uh, it's had a great response and people really like it. And so it, right, songwriting is still very new to me. Yeah. I feel like, even though I've been doing it for a while, mm-hmm. um, and I'm still learning, you know, uh, how to do both. Yeah. And I want to strengthen both of those muscles. Yeah. So, yeah, I actually, for my thesis, for my grad school project, end of thing, mm-hmm. I created like a songwriting journal. Oh, just I remember you that. talking about this. Yeah, yeah. Just for like students and music therapists to like start writing and just mm-hmm. like get it out there. Like, even if no one ever hears it, just the fact like writing itself is super therapeutic mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and helps you like work through stuff and understand stuff. What is it about? I've heard some of this. Like, is there something about, I know, um, I mean, the, I guess more popular example maybe right now is Jordan Peterson has that um, <laughs> Jordan Peterson has the uh, self authoring program where oh, it's I a lot of that. writing about, you know, there's like, past present and future so like mm-hmm. there's different workshop workshops that it brings you through but it's mm-hmm. basically like writing about your future what's what's like the best your future could um the best possible future for you that's attainable what's like the worst future for you mm-hmm. if you just decided to make all the wrong choices and like writing out a lot of that stuff he said is very helpful for people to actually put pen to paper on on like to have these two kind of you know theoretical situations to look at their, yeah. their, their future yeah. and then to encourage them to ne- then like make good choices and make decisions yeah. and like take control of their life. Yeah. It's weird that writing, you would think that if you're thinking it and you're writing it, they're the same. No, something I, about putting pen to paper. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I don't know what it is, but I, I like doing that. I like, I'm a journaler, so I like journaling about yeah. stuff. Yeah. 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 Another thing I was thinking about too is that music is such a weird thing when we think about music ministry or we think about music and and like the spiritual world, mm-hmm. like we think yeah. about spirituality. Yeah. And I I've, I've always wondered, I know there's probably a lot written about this but like music and liturgy and prayer and stuff like that mm-hmm. and um there's this idea that when you're participating in all of these different types of harmony or all these different types of, that it, it mimics creation and like mm. the beauty and wonder of creation and creation all working together very well. And, yeah. you know, you playing this one small part in this larger whole and stuff like that. But yeah, it's very interesting. Like the dynamic between prayer and prayer and mm-hmm. music. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, do you guys, cause you guys have to play a lot of music to encourage other people in prayer, but, Mm-hmm. do you have you guys had experiences in with music and prayer or what's that what's that been like in your own life i kind of feel like you have to in order to get yeah. into what we've been doing yeah yeah. yeah yeah plenty of experiences for sure yeah yeah it's a it's a weird thing to um it's it's kind of like when you become aware that you're doing something that you never think about that you're doing yeah you know like if you if you're like if you're like breathing or if you're like oh my gosh like i have a brain that's like sending like you know these signals to like get my heart pumping mm-hmm. and the heart's bringing blood you know like it's like wow i'm aware of this this yeah. really crazy thing mm-hmm. um there have been moments like that with music you know like where you're like oh my gosh like my body's moving or my voice is moving and like yeah. I'm playing this and these sounds are coming out yeah. and 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 on a spiritual level like we're we're speaking you know, mm-hmm. we're having a conversation with God, yeah. like the creator of the universe. Yeah. Like it's pretty, I mean, like, it's, but it's weird it, that it's like amazing. the same prayer, if you were to just recite it versus if you right. sing it, mm-hmm. what is it about melody that, that, and maybe from a music therapy point of view, maybe there's something there, but like, what is it about singing m- melody? Yeah. And like, or however else you would classify I mean, even music. Yeah, like, I don't even know how you define I something. I mean, it activates different parts of the brain yeah. than it does in just speaking. What's the definition of music? Do you ever have to go into that? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Do yeah, you ever go into yeah, that we've in had to therapy? go. Yeah, yeah, we've had to go into what is music, what is therapy, like what, what is isn't, music therapy. Like, what isn't music? Um, you know what? You Ooh. actually, I listened to your episode with 
uh, Connor Flanagan uh-huh. and Nick, where you guys are talking about like, is art. this music or yeah, is, is this, this not? Is, is this, this art, art or not, or not yeah, art? Yeah, yeah. And I was like, I don't know if I agree with yeah. <laughs> some of the stuff there was, that was so being there said. Were two, there, were two, <laughs> there were two examples of art, quote unquote, and one was this drummer guy who just just goes at it. He just like, like yeah. it's almost like um, primal screaming or something like that, where yeah. he's just he's just hitting the drum and throwing it around on a table and throwing oh, his body. And I like think I've seen that video. Yeah, yeah. And it's just a performance yeah. piece. And then there was another, <laughs> there was another art installation where it was just a big, um, it was a big as, like as indoor a, pond yeah. that had a bunch of porcelain bowls that and were just floating just around. Each other. And they would hit and just like ring. They were just like, ding. Boom, boom, oh, yeah. boom. And it's kind of like a wind chime. Yeah. yeah. But we were talking about like, is it art? Is it not art? art? Yeah. Or is it, like, I mean, what is it? I think it is still art. Um, because there, there's a technique in music therapy called, or not technique, well, one of the techniques in music therapy is improvisation, where you just go at it. Yeah. Because um, a lot of the times, like, stuff that's, like, in your subconscious, like, can come out when you're mm-hmm. just, like, playing, mm-hmm. and you don't realize it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, in that context, like, art isn't a, just an expression of self and what you're dealing with. So it's speaking. It's hard sure. not to just classify speaking then as, right? Because like, well, I what mean, isn't art? Because like, if you're just expressing yourself spontaneously, it's like, man, life, speech is art. Life right? is mm-hmm. art. Life is art. <laughs> Can we get a t-shirt? Can we get a, our, our producer over there to make a t-shirt? Life is art. Andre. Yeah. Yeah. Down, Andre. Come on, Andre. <laughs> life is art. Mm. Um, yeah, cause you're, well, because you're in music therapy, like, you know, one of your teachers could come in to a session with a client or some or patient i don't know what you call them patients clients like clients patients students, friends whatever okay. yeah <laughs> and you could be you could be literally like beatboxing yeah and be like that's this yeah. is music yeah or you could be just talking in iambic pentameter yeah. and be like no that's music yeah. i did this one music therapy session where we just had a loop pedal mm-hmm. and like we were taught we were trying to like introduce each other to ourselves and this was just like a beginning activity yeah. thing and people i like played a loop and then i had everyone like think of their name and try to figure out how to fit it in with any rhythm mm. and then we just like everyone added on and added on added on added on and it turned into this like yeah layered mess but it was awesome yeah so it's like they're just speaking yeah but it's but it's, it's art it's, it's music art. it's music yeah eric if you had to define music <laughs> If you had to go on record defining, go on record. I wonder what the on definition record. of music yeah, can is. You just on like, look, but look, while we're while we're talking about that, no, 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 look it up and I'll I'll tell you what but it is. It's really hard to define something that's so <sighs> define music. Yeah, it's so in, intangible. I feel like, like the definition is going to say what it usually consists of. Like, also, it's gonna be like some of the patterns. Like, but there's also like you know. It might be just like Western music, you know. There's different, right. t- like what's considered music right. in other types of, yeah, like other co- other countries. <laughs> yeah, there are countries other with regions. more notes, right? Yeah, than we use. Yeah, you know? so, so what does it say? Vocal Edmund? or instrumental sounds, or both, combined in such a way as to produce beauty of form, harmony, mm. and expression of emotion. Hmm. But what beauty of what is it? Beauty of form, beauty of form, harmony, and expression of emotion. But okay. does it have to be harmonious? Oh, wow, wow. This one, the Say second it. definition is the written or printed signs representing vocal or instrumental sound. So like Tony okay. learned to read music. Okay. So that's like when you use music as a, like a visible, physical, right. like got to read the music. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I've, oh, wow. Go, Eric. Go, Eric. The science <laughs> or art of ordering tones or sounds in succession mm. in combination and in temporal relationship to produce a composition having unity and continuity. That is the most. That's what I was about to say if you would have oh, wow. waited. That I was going to use that. Most intense are you Miriam? Definition. I mean, are you Webster? Yes. You're both? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that's wow. that's a very. That's intense. an intense definition. Science of art. Wait, does it say science or art? The science or art of ordering tones or sounds yeah. in succession. Ordering tones or sounds in succession. Wow. That's beautiful. To produce a composition having unity and continuity. Weird. I think wow. that was my definition for a while. Yeah. And then it's expanded because I've had to. Yeah. But it's yeah. still a definition that I like, agree with. Uh Who's that? Yeah. Who's that? He, oh, Reggie Watts. Do you guys know Reggie Watts? Oh yeah, yeah. He does a lot of like, yeah. um, just kind some... of almost de- deconstructionist type. 
yeah like performances where he's just trying to freak people out and, <laughs> yeah um i wish i could yeah oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yes yeah. reggie yeah. watts yeah he does some super Pro weird guy stuff. super creative but like you know a lot of the stuff he's doing on loops and whatever it's like is that music is this yeah an actual what, what, what is say, what's the what's the piece where the the guy he like composed music but like he actually just sat at the piano oh for, john cage john cage uh it's like three four three forty one four three it's just like he three minutes music, but he, he it was it this piece and john cage john cage he uh, like silence. he's like yeah silence and the the idea was that the composition was the noises from the audience Oh. Right. And everyone's just sitting everybody's there. Everybody's just sitting 433, there. 433, there you go. 433, yeah. yeah. I knew it was a three and a so, four or And something. so that's... So he just sat he there. He just sat there and he pretended to like flip like pages like he was about to play. and like For four minutes and 33 four seconds. seconds. It was wow. just whatever noises and his page flipping. And people were like flipping out like, this isn't music. But then everything, everything we do, do is music. Is music. You know what's crazy is any of us could perform exactly John Cage's 433. Yeah. It's beautiful. Oh, this first, is the first movement. first movement. Look, see, he's just like chilling. Here we go. Acting like he's about to play. Here we go. What is he holding? <laughs> it's just, it's a stopwatch. Uh, yeah, I think is this is like a, a parody of it. This is a parody? Well, like, you know, this isn't the app. It's, it, this isn't the actual Oh, march. a performance by William Marks of John Cage's. Who's John Cage? Like, when he's, he's a composer, composer from, from how long? long ago? Um, man, so I almost failed music history. So, okay. <laughs> the truth, so don't comes ask up. you. <laughs> so, That's yeah. Really interesting. Um, um, yeah. It was, I mean, it was like during, like, oh, I would, I want to say the late, like, late 1900s. So, so like, I, I also I failed know. philosophy. Well, I didn't fail philosophy. I, I didn't take much philosophy at all. But I mean, say, I think um, a popular opinion is that postmodern art, yeah. like postmodernism mm-hmm. is dumb. But at the same time, there's something kind of cool knowing that John Cage did that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, even though it's weird and it's there is. I think in theory, it's like, whoa, that's cool. And yeah. in practice, it's like, this is unenjoyable. Yeah, exactly. Right. Exactly. It's like, it's like, it's like. <laughs> this is unenjoyable. This, this is yeah. a, it's like, this is a good conversation starter. Right. But other than that, it's like, yeah, so, not so art. It's like clever, but yeah. is it artistic? It's know. almost, it's almost like that type of art is too focused on the audience. Like it's, mm. it's trying it's, to yeah. confuse or challenge a norm or yeah. restructure something in a way that the audience is like, there's yeah. some yeah. type of impact trying to grapple with, yeah. as opposed to a, a, a blend of some of this is just for my expression. And mm-hmm. then some of this might connect with a more universal feeling or emotion or, mm-hmm. yeah. or belief that we've all gone through. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've I've heard that you know there's like a heard somebody say good art starts conversation, hmm. um, but I would say good art starts contemplation. Ooh, Ooh Eric Wilkes. Ooh, pew pew pew. We're gonna get a T-shirt. <laughs> oh yeah, that's I got the best. That's a perfect use of that. Um, oh, that was so We need good. a T-shirt. Good art starts and then conversation marked out and then contemplation mm. in Comic Sans. Mm. but that's like the most introverted thing that i've ever said like i really (laughs) i i believe that but i also am an introvert so okay i would say an extrovert might agree with conversation yeah so well conversation can be a form of contemplation Mm. Mm. everything is prayer (laughs) beautiful i don't need to pray because i'm always praying weird okay well so now we know um another thing that i thought maybe we would just end with Okay. Oh, can uh, I? Do you guys have anything that you may, want to talk about? Yeah, may I go for it? Yeah. Uh, no, I just <laughs> this is a free. This is a free form show. Can you can you pull out the rapid fire questions from ages ago? Uh, yeah. I just forgot the who, who there was a question. Michael Sherman. Michael Sherman. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted to. He he was asking about things. Are you going to get that gold suit? I really hope I do. Oh gosh, you should. Uh, why do you get out of bed in the morning was the second part of that. Is that what you were going back to? No. What did, what did the, what is the first one? How, How do did, you apply your passion in a hard market? Yeah, okay, yeah. That's kind of what I was uh, – I, I just wanted to recommend a book Ooh, uh, yeah. on that topic. It's called Real Artists Don't Starve. Have, okay. Have you guys read that? No. no. Um, it's by Jeff Goins, 
And it talks about how it, it talks about a myriad of things that artists in general face, like uh, just problem or I guess struggles that artists face. Mm-hmm. Um, and it talks about certain solutions to that as well. And so if, I mean, uh, to that oh, question or, like or if anyone is, is an artist in any capacity and they're, they're like having a hard time or they're in a hard market or, or whatever's going on. Mm-hmm. I think it's a great, I got it on audiobook um, cause I have terrible eyesight and yeah. it's easier to exercise and listen to <laughs> what, that. What was um, like a, what was like a take, a takeaway that you got from. So one of, one of these things, the things that he said, and, the, and this kind of helped with my perspective kind of changing of like what success looks like, you know, he was talking about, well, there's, you know, f- there's financial success, yeah. right. Which is just the, the normal success, but he's talking about how, artists and musicians in the, in the past had um, like patrons that would sponsor them. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's kind of coming back now. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you, if you aren't, you know, immediately successful or don't have a record deal or some kind of big company who's funding you and you don't have a patron or, you know, you, you can't crowdfund. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the things that they, they say is if you want to keep your art going and not die Mm -hmm. it is okay to be your own patron right Mm -hmm. and so he talked about how you know the author himself talked about for a time where you know he's starting to write and he's you know he needs to make ends meet so he has a full-time job job i think um john grisham Mm -hmm. uh, a famous author started i mean he was a lawyer and before work every day he would write a certain amount of pages yeah and eventually he he just over time had enough material to say okay i can i can be an author yeah. now but it, during that time he was his own patron mm. um and so i think um there it, it was really cool to hear those different like ways of still continuing your art mm. and and your passion and yeah. um it's a really inspiring book so i would recommend that to uh, was it Michael Sherman? Michael, Michael, Michael Sherman. I would rec- recommend that to Michael Sherman or anyone who's kind of looking for yeah uh, some content I or like encouragement. I mean, it was it was a very inspiring book. So. Yeah, I think a lot of times people think that they have to make a final decision before they start. Yeah, mm-hmm. about whether yeah. or not to jump ship. Mm-hmm. And um, another book that talks to that is uh, this book called Overlap, but it's a simple idea by by Sean West and. The idea is like instead of just quitting and running off and starting your thing, just you have a job that's supporting you. Yeah. So that's kind of like yeah. a great incubator for you to moonlight yeah. and yeah. gain experience yeah. and gain, you know, yeah. a taste of whether or not you actually want to do that. I yeah. think that's really smart. Definitely. Yeah. And we're back. Okay, hopefully we can hear this. But I thought since it was since it was Christmas. Or, well, it's Advent, but who knows? Maybe yeah, when someone listens heck? to this, it's almost you Christmas. Know. I thought we would, since we're all so musical, yeah, that we would just do some karaoke, some Christmas karaoke. Oh, Christmas my God. Some real I hate easy. karaoke. What do you mean you hate karaoke? What? How can I you hate, hate karaoke? karaoke? Nobody I'm hates sorry. karaoke. Well, okay, hate if we karaoke. want, we can just do a very subtle, okay. subdued karaoke. Oh, okay. peanut. Oh, no. Here we go. So this is Oh Christmas Tree, but in Portuguese. So Gabby, if you could... Okay, here we go. Que lindo Sassus Ramos. Que lindo Sassus Ramos. Sus flores nascem no verão. E no verão ela se va. O primeiro de Natal. Que lindo Sassus Ramos. That was really good. I wish I had a applause sound effect that I could play. That's in the same key. Wasn't that great? Here, wait. Actually, so that we can, so that we can get a little more uh, encouragement here, we'll have. Where's my, uh, here we go. There's applause here. How does that feel? Um, <laughs> There's somebody applause. laughing at us. They're laughing at it's us. Where's the applause? Is it really? Uh, yeah, it's give me an extra dollar. Oh. Wait till I finish the oh, question. Oh, yeah, I'll take another Where's dollar. Where's the sure. applause? 
Do you see a pause here? I can't see. Oh, Andre didn't tell me how much we were getting paid for this. Oh, oh that's horrible. Uh, that's not encouraging at all. Huh? Huh, I don't see any of the applause, so I guess we don't get any applause. But uh, oh, I I do have. Uh, I always show everyone this. Um, okay. I do have Nick Gutierrez saying. So how many of you guys have ever seen a baby? <laughs> oh my God. I also have. Um, That'd be me. <laughs> I also I have. have uh, this is a sound effect. This is a sound Nick makes very often. This is a sound Nick Gutierrez makes when he finds something mildly funny uh, and he's being polite. You know, you might say something funny like, hey, DMVs, what's the deal with DMVs, right? And he'll go. <laughs> oh, my so I don't know. If, I don't know if you heard that, but <laughs> part of the sound wave there is uh, it, it, it actually breaks the sound barrier. There's part of it that uh, you can't hear it in our hum- with our normal human ears. Yeah. But dogs everywhere in the neighborhood will just, because it goes all the way up. So it just Does it like, really? Yeah. It gives, oh, I hear it. Do you hear it? I did. Or if it's catching. Yeah, it's catching bit. it there. Okay, so I figured we'd do, um, I figured we'd do one more uh, Christmas uh-huh. karaoke since we did so good on that one. Oh, my gosh. Um, I'm not ready. Oh. This is a really good one. Like, you guys know um, this here. Ready. This is great. Oh, okay. Uh, so... Um, Eric, Eric's mom would sing him this all the time, actually. I'm taking this. I'm taking this. Here we go. Are we ready? That was a good song. Wait, where's Chung? We need the words. Here we go. Okay, here we go. Which line am I reading? I don't know. They say it over and over again so you can catch it. Uh, I can't. No, that's the... <laughs> Which line are the top we? The top one. <laughs> That was great. That was great. Um, applause. Uh, Gabby, me if back. you could do the applause sound effect. Uh, that brings you back, Eric. It does bring me back. Yeah, what is that like? Uh, what, other li- what other part of the, the country should be good? I don't want- um, the country or the world? Oh no no no! I think I think where we should go. You don't want to do this do we have anymore, any, Gabby? Uh, do we have <laughs> any German? I'm in charge. Did you do German? <laughs> yeah. That Let's was do, the, what about O Tenenbaum? <gasps> yes. Is that German? No. A Silent Night. No oh, no. We definitely oh, need to do. My favorite. Here we go. All right. This is Silent Night in German, as performed by the Eric Gabby and Edmund Collective. <laughs> okay. And this is with lyrics. Here we go. Oh, What's Lord. that ad for? Is that a big screen? Oh no. Why'd you? Good harmony. Beautiful. Gabby, take this seriously. Hold This is the second verse. Okay. Is that Josh Groban? Hallelujah. Same word, same word. Don't Christ. 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 Last one. Last one. We're doing it. Shield. Shield. 
Okay, I think that's it. Oh, wow, so that was great. <sighs> we did a wow. good job with that one. I yeah, got that some was. Harmonies. It was rough, echoes. but it was also gentle, as the Germans are. Oh my gosh. Okay, so that's it for the head- you can take the headphones off now, but <laughs> thank you for that. Wasn't that great? I feel I like we really were transported. Yeah, it really brought us all that together. That's crazy. Um so I think actually what we we're probably really gonna do is we're just gonna end well we'll we'll sign off, but then we're gonna do a little performance maybe. Sure. So we'll take a pause on the we'll we'll pause the recording, but are there any last like things you guys want to promote or plug or say to the massive audience here? The massive audience. Yep. Mm. So it's not a ma- like it's not as big. I mean it's it definitely competes it, it's directly bigger than it used to be. It definitely competes directly with Matt Frad's podcast. Oh yeah. But since it's a little smaller, like bigger than Catching Foxes, but smaller than Matt Frad's <laughs> okay. Pints with Aquinas. Where's that in relation to the Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon? It's right up there. It's oh, like it's right, right just below yeah, it. That's yeah, yeah. what I heard. I, I think like I saw to say that, that I like to say that they they kind of are a cover of this podcast. Mm. Right. So um mm. it's right up there. But we don't have a huge audience, but we have the right people listening. We have yeah. very influential people listening. Oh good. Raymond Arroyo. The president. Yep, the president, Bonnie right. Angstrom. Right. Got uh, it. my mom. Your mom listens? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh. Eric, could you say something maybe just very intentional to my mom right now? <laughs> Dear Edmund's mother, whose name I have not yet heard, thank you for this gift to the world. Amen. All right, so is there anything you guys want to promote <laughs> or any last words uh, before we go to a little a little winter Aww. wonderland performance? Have you ever gone to the grocery store and you're leaving and you know that there is something that you're going to have to come back for? Yeah. This is like that, but I don't know if... If I'm going to come well, where back. Where can people... Where, <laughs> so. You definitely will come back. Where okay. where can people find you guys online? NovumCollective.org? Yes. Collective.co. Oh, okay. NovumCollective.co. Okay. Uh, um, where can people find... NovumWorship.com. Okay. Uh, EricWilksMusic.com. It would have been funnier if you had a different... Everyone has a different, like, <laughs> domain or the .co.com.org. Oh, dot yeah. .edu. Right. Novum worship dot, dot flash dot yeah okay Kuh. okay so go check them out there yeah yeah and uh, listen to the Christmas album yeah listen cool. to it it's pretty what fun. is the first track they should listen to off of the Christmas album <sighs> probably Gabby's track huh yeah uh, Steel Knocked Steel Knocked actually okay. I did knocked. Steel Knocked yeah okay yeah and he actually did. did he actually did mm-hmm. well yeah. thanks guys for coming uh, on the show yeah cheers oh oh here's yours here's yours back you stole it Cheers. Cheers. We'll be right back.